0: In this episode of the Trauma-Informed Podcast with your host, Jeff Friedman, we have Marissa. And Marissa and I connected on the, uh, the Radical Mental Health sub on Reddit. In this interview, Marissa talks about her experience of getting off psychiatric medication during the, uh, the COVID-19. Hello, Marissa. Thanks a lot for joining me here. I really appreciate it. So why don't you just tell the listeners where you're calling from and how the place you grew up in and those people that you grew up with influenced your identity to where you are today. I grew up in the suburbs of New York City and Connecticut. I went to an all-girls Catholic school, so religion was a huge part of my life growing up. I'm an only child, so I also lived with my parents. My dad traveled a lot for work, And when I was nine, at the end of fourth grade, my mom got stage two breast cancer. So I think that was the first uh, traumatic experience I had in my life that really affected uh, the way I grew up and progressed. Never went to therapy because of that. And just kind of was a little bit more reserved because of that. Always was into drawing and music, and that's what I did. I spent a lot of my time by myself, up in my room drawing and listening to music. I had friends, but again, I lived uh, far away from the private school I went to, so it wasn't. Like I was seeing my friends on the weekend, and that's really how I grew up. I did transfer in high school. Which was another traumatic experience. I moved from all cap uh, girls school and I entered an IB program right outside of Philly. Great education. Oh, yeah, yeah, in Bryn Mawr. No, I was at uh, Harrison High School. Oh, yeah, um, just, I, I hope this doesn't come off of am a goody two shoes, but all through school, never got in trouble, never got sent to detention, good grades. That was my whole background. Yeah. So I had some sexual harassment stuff in college go on, which made me feel definitely suicidal i just felt worthless and that was my first experience with therapy and being put on antidepressants i later was on and off antidepressants throughout college and then when i was 21 i started having delusions and they came across as really weird at first i was connecting to characters I was watching on HBO and I would be, oh, wait, doesn't this character look me or I would have these weird identifying connections with characters in videos or in videos or in shows that didn't really make sense. And after I guess going out to drink one night and blacking out, I woke up all of a sudden with one, one morning with the idea that someone I knew had written a song about me. And then that progressed into six months later that someone wrote a movie about me. And then that progressed into every song on the radio was written about me. Yeah. So, so this was about the time, it was end of 2013, beginning of 2014. My mom was diagnosed with cancer again. And I was, she had a tumor in her sinus cavity, which at the time we thought was uh, stage four, it didn't end up being stage four, but she, she had it removed and she only has half of her upper jaw now, but it was a really hard Time And I, one day I I was hiding, obviously all of these, this guy wrote a song about me. This guy wrote a movie about me. I was emailing the guy with weird responses being, Hey, stop emailing me, but never told my therapist or anything that until I had this breakdown in therapy with this whole conspiracy theory around songs and movies. Obviously she told me, she was, you're not making sense. And once she told me I wasn't making sense, I had enough cognition to be like, yeah, this doesn't make sense. And she was go to a, a hospital, have your parents bring you into the psych ward and see someone there that can medicate you. So obviously I, I didn't know about the psychiatric field. I didn't know anything. My parents are. I wouldn't say the most, there there's the most savvy about mental health or anything. So I just thought I would go to the hospital and my delusions would go away. When I talked to the uh, psychologist who saw me there, she recommended a psychiatrist, but she was, why are you here again? You seem pretty stable now. And I was, yeah, I'm not having the delusions now, but I was having them and this is my history. So. By the time I actually saw someone, the delusions had passed, but I still was put on drugs and medicated uh, for it 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 was horrible i was i i've always been i thought a highly educated smart, intelligent person, so I really believed in medication, or that was my assumption. I'm going to listen to the experts. There's data to back this up, everything. So, um, religiously took the medication. It would make me basically, I just felt awful inside. I would just be so agitated and I couldn't, it wasn't, like I couldn't sit still. There was just something leading me like up inside and I would just go up to bed and deal with the pain in my bed. And. That's what I would say it was now, but obviously I didn't know that term ever. No one really was there. You could experience some side effects, but I didn't really know what it would feel. Or, and I think I was under the impression that I just really wanted to be better. Yeah. So I think it. It stems just from, obviously, I I still to this day have problems with, if you look at Maslow's hierarchy, love and belonging, that's definitely where I get stuck. So I think, yeah, I also think I was graduating college at that time and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And so I think just that uncertainty really sparked the delusions. So, I majored in psychology, but definitely, as I'm finding out, helps me more in the business world than in the world of understanding antipsychotics and psychiatry. <laughs> yeah, so far, the biggest thing I notice is not being sedated. I remember the first day I was off, I was on uh, Latuta. And so, the first day I tapered myself, da- or i tapered myself down to nothing and then the first day i was off it i was i was amazed at how easy it was to wake up compared to the two years that i was on antipsychotics and i could not motivate myself to wake up or i don't know if it's motivation but i couldn't get up for work i just wanted to sleep all the time and that was the biggest thing I noticed initially, sorry, I was on Latuta, Abilify and Vibrid, that was my cocktail, yeah. And the reason why I was on so many is because I kept on having side effects, and then they would put me on something else to manage the side effects, and yeah, so it ends up being A lot. And then on top of that, over the six years, the doses really increased. No, I was one of those people who was in complete belief that the medicine would stop the delusions, even though I had reoccurring delusions throughout the six year period that I was on it. And no one ever brought up stopping, besides later in life, if I got pregnant, they would have to stop them. Yeah, so over the course of the six years, I had obviously different jobs and different jobs I couldn't complete because of the medication and I would relate to work and it would always cause issues. And I just had such low, self-esteem about being a failure because I couldn't get up in the morning and go to work and it was leading to problems that I just was at my wits end and my parents actually suggested it for me. They're just, why don't you just see what it's to come off? And at first obviously I was, no, I definitely need this. Everyone tells me I need this. And then I did some research and found out that for long term, there there weren't a lot of studies done. There were mixed results of the studies, and it just really convinced me that no one really had talked to me about a plan to get off them, and that I needed to get off them myself. Yeah, I don't know the name of the exact website, but I found a website where they had instructions for uh, tapering and. Yeah, probably. I don't know for for certain, but I just followed a 10% decrease um every day for it took me around 3 months I I stayed I I decreased 10% every 4 days and yeah, it it was a, a process that had ups and downs and I definitely felt sicker tapering off than I was on it. But because of COVID, I was able to manage those symptoms. My initial reaction was, I had so much anger um, for what I experienced and I just really needed a place where I could share my opinion and get that support. Because I think, I, I think a, a, certain per, a certain person's voice can change things change things and i know it's a sample size of one but i just thought i wanted to share my opinion with people and people who thought the the same and it actually was really cathartic just hearing back from people so that's been my experience overall no i i i would say everyone treated me fairly i would say i don't think i was given both sides of the argument, I think the only answer I got was beyond medication. And I feel that I'm a very data-driven person. I would have loved it if they'd given me, with your symptoms, this would be a 95% success rate. And there's all data science to do that. I just, I, I don't know. I just wanted a more scientific approach to my diagnosis. and everything going on with me that I feel I I went to three different psychiatrists over that six year period and was diagnosed as varying different things. I just wanted, I guess, a more consistent scientific answer. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's, it's just interesting. I go to one doctor and obviously that's the motivation of why I was on the first doctor I was on, put me on, had all the second one, why I was on Latuda and Vibrid. Obviously those were big drug companies pushing those drugs to this one psychiatrist. Yeah. So it's interesting to see the motivation behind it. I think. Ask as many questions to your provider and your therapist as possible and do your research. I think that's the best advice I can give. Even though you think people are experts, I think, take things with a grain of salt, especially if they're getting money from somewhere else, a pharmaceutical company, and um, advocate for yourself. Yeah, I think that's so interesting. I think a lot of what people say, I, I think people are generally unreliable narrators to therapists sometimes. I, I think that's debatable, but sometimes people be more open with the internet if they have issues. So I think there's definitely a way to understand the depression by... Scraping the web and seeing what people write about it, seeing trends in depression, seeing what correlates to depression. I, I think that's definitely a, a way to understand depression better as it's projected online. Yeah. Yeah, this was great. Thank you so much for letting me talk to you. And thanks for listening. I really do appreciate it.